0: Hello, I'm Dave, and I'm the guy that puts this stuff together. Today's episode is a Getting Better Acquainted special. So the photograph uh, of this dog it was a beautiful, beautiful dog, and underneath that photograph it said... Dougie which was the wrong name for the dog and it also said that Dougie was a terrier cross and he didn't really look very much like a terrier cross but he did look like uh, the dog that me and my partner wanted to bring into our lives we were looking for rescue dogs Uh, I had a rescue dog when I was growing up Uh, and so I I have an affinity with rescue dogs, I guess I I need rescuing myself quite often Um, and so we wanted uh, to get a rescue dog and it took a long time to find that rescue dog though we, we we had started looking uh looking in november last year and uh this was last month around valentine's day uh when we sort of found dougie we finally got him home and it was an exhausting day and he looked up he was kind of on my knees and he was looking up at me and he kind of licked me but in that licking way where they don't touch you but they lick you so it's like the best because they, you get in the licking love but they're not putting their slobber on your face it's like perfect uh, and they think they're licking you but they're not it was delicious and I was having that moment and I was feeling so overwhelmed and I said to my partner I'm feeling so overwhelmed and she said I'm feeling so overwhelmed too what is this feeling we're feeling and we realized that it was love and it was really weird to have fallen in love with a dog so so quickly we did not expect to that moment when he looked at me and I felt love like when at the beginning when we got him home the last time I felt that was when we took him back to the charity and gave him back to them, and we were crying, and we couldn't stop crying in there, and we they told them all the information about him and all the things he'd learned and, and, and what we thought about him, and they didn't care because they just wanted us to go away. When we left and the door shut behind us and we were crying, we felt completely overwhelmed again, and we looked at each other and we knew that that was also love. I need to get better Better, I want to get better, better, better acquainted with you. Today we're getting better acquainted with Nugget. Hello Nugget?
1: Would have been nice if we, if we could have changed him to Bach.
0: Yeah, we were going to do a GBA with Nugget Yeah, uh, and we never did. Now we're doing one with Nugget. Uh, you guys don't know who Nugget is. I should say my guest today is uh, Jen. So, hello, Jen. Hello. Uh, you're here to talk to me about the absence uh, in this conversation that is Nugget, um, who is uh, someone or some, I don't know, some, is someone yeah, in the right is term someone. for
1: a, a dog? Some person would be the wrong term, but someone.
0: Right. Yes. A, a, a fellow personality... That, uh-huh. we, that we met for a, a, a short time. So, yeah, I mean, so the first question that I ask everybody is, uh, how do you know me? So I should guess I should ask you that.
1: I don't know how many times I've answered this question you now. You have had to answer uh, quite a few questions. It's <laughs>
0: getting shorter. Short. I have... am
1: your partner. Let's right. just go for that, shall we?
0: Yeah, you've had to answer that quite a few times now, because you, you were like a, a repeat character on the show. Hmm. Uh, becoming slightly more comfortable with talking on mic as the years go by. I don't know
1: if comfortable is the right word, but desensitised. Desensitised
0: is fair. And, I mean, how do we know Nugget is kind of what the rest of this conversation is going to be about, really? Um, So, yeah, I mean, where does it start?
1: Well... Are we talking about Nugget or are we talking about the build-up to Nugget? Yeah,
0: I think the build-up. So I, I I think maybe it started sort of November when we finally allowed ourselves to believe that we were in a situation where we could get a dog.
1: Yeah. Which wasn't entirely inaccurate.
0: No, it, no, and it, it wasn't. It wasn't entirely inaccurate. In fact... At that time, it made a lot of sense. And in fact, everybody we spoke to about it also thought it made a lot of sense. It wasn't like we we, uh, came to the decision to get a dog um, lightly or fast. I mean, we've been together for 15 years. We've probably daydreamed together about getting a dog for pretty much 15 years. And sort of solidly more and more the last 10 years, probably. Since we've sort of been in our own space, in our own houses, and 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 because we've moved around a lot, of flats.
1: And I think even more in the last three years or so, since we've been walking regularly and like seeing dogs all over the place.
0: Right. So we both had dogs growing up. I had Sam, and you had Shadow. Uh, and those dogs had their own personalities, uh, and we're looked after by complete families, mm. which is su- one of the things I think we didn't fully. Comprehend about Especially with Nugget.
1: I think that it depends on the dog, but I think that somebody like Nugget needed...
0: At that apparently. age as well. Yeah. I mean, Sam, my family dog, was quite a big dog, um, but by the time we got him, he was probably no longer a puppy. He was a young dog, though, and he mm-hmm. had his own foibles. And, uh, but there was a lot of us to look after him, and he would get a lot of walks just because there was a lot of different people different options. And also, my dad was retired, so... He could completely devote his time to Nugget, uh, not Nugget. <laughs> could completely Sam. devote his time to Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a big dog was always appealed to me because we had a big dog, and yeah. I liked taking Sam out for walks. Um, your 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 family dog was a little bit different, right?
1: Yeah, but well, he was a big dog too. But he was like accidentally big. Like he was. We don't really know what he was. But well, we do know We know that his mum was a collie cross, but he had a, a million different breeds, and he was a big, big dog on little legs. And he was—I think he'd probably say he had learning difficulties. He was a special needs dog.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I, I met I met Shadow because we we started going out. In fact, you met Sam. We 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 started going out close enough to growing up that our family dogs were both mm. still on the scene. We we got together in the first year of university. Um, I know you know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the audience might that might be a pertinent detail. Um, so we knew our we knew we knew we knew both the different family dogs. Your family dog was kind of you got him when he was a puppy, right? Yeah, he was
1: a real baby when we got him, he was eight weeks. And he was like the runt of the litter.
0: Which made him appeal to you all, because you all have kind hearts. But practically speaking, it wasn't as fun bringing up Shadow as it might have been.
1: Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily what I would say. It was a lot of fun looking after Shadow. I think probably my mum had the hardest time, but that's probably because she was the adult in the situation and we were kids and not very um, necessarily aware of how much he needed. And he didn't need, I mean, he was a funny dog because he didn't, unlike Sam who liked going for walks and behaved as a normal dog would in that sense, Shadow actually didn't like going for walks and the battle was more to make him go for a walk or having got halfway round a walk to get him to go the rest of the way home right. rather than actually you know devoting the time to taking him
0: yeah dra- going for a walk with
1: shadow, shadow was a, more like dragging a dog around yeah uh, and he used to just decide when he didn't want to go any further and sometimes you'd walk for quite you know you'd walk around a long block or something and then he'd decide halfway around that he didn't want to go for a walk so he wanted to turn around and go back but you might well you might be more than halfway round. you might in fact be about five minutes from the house but he just couldn't get that and so you'd have to walk all the way back around again
0: yeah and I think what you said about uh, your, like you being a child when Shadow was growing up is kind of pertinent to both of us the, both of our experiences of dogs as, as as much as we've loved those dogs as much as that we've been responsible for those dogs we've been responsible for them like a child or a teenager is responsible for a dog which is not fully responsible mm. like you get periods of responsibility but you don't have to always be looking or you after have
1: th- a role i, I was the evening yeah. walk
0: right within person. the family structure yeah. of different people all dedicated to looking after the dog so yeah i mean both of us not massive not 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 massive families but not small families like three kids in yours mm. essentially three kids in mine when i was growing up but they are 6 years different so it was not mm. all the time two kids at least um and then um adults as well involved in it uh so all of that stuff influenced us in terms of getting a dog and i guess partly even though you loved shadow partly getting a dog as a puppy and then finding out the dog had different needs than had been expected when well i was definitely quite
1: excited about having a more conventional dog like the things that you could do with a a a different kind of dog (laughs) (laughs) I, i i really really was very fond of shadow and he was a really great dog But there were definitely, so I don't want to, you know, not be mean about it. No, 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 no. But there were definitely things that you couldn't do with him just because he didn't have the capacity to do them that I was quite looking forward to doing with another dog. And I'm quite looking forward to doing with another future dog.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. So those are the kinds of things that kind of influenced our kind of love of dogs and interest in dogs. Um, But over the years, we'd always talked about dogs like, uh, we can't get one at the moment. We haven't got enough money. We haven't got enough time. Money and time being the big things mm. like we both believe very firmly that dogs should get the amount of exercise that they need um that they should have the amount of attention that that another creature likes I mean dogs are pack pack animals and so uh social interaction with other dogs and with humans if they're part of the pack very important right mm. and we thought long and hard about it and we for many years always said we wished we could get a dog
1: yeah and also renting I think I think I've changed my position on that now because I don't see the chance End of that renting. we're ever going to not be renting. <laughs> no. So I think the system's got to change, not us. But um, that was a big thing, wasn't it? For a long time we said, well, we might not be able to have a, an animal in somewhere we rent. So.
0: Right, most of the places we've rented, in fact, have have been no no dogs, no cats, yeah. no, no animals allowed. Mm. Then we started renting from my sister. And so then because of... Having a, a land uh, lord that would uh, that would allow us to have pets potentially, like my sister's happy for us to have pets. And in fact, as I, I was mentioning earlier, Sam, the family dog, was also was mostly looked after by my dad. My dad lives nearby; he's ninety two. So, from her point of view, us getting a dog would be, would make my dad's uh, quality of life go up. He'd have a dog to interact with. We could keep. He could sort of look after the dog when when we could, when we weren't around and in fact that was part of the thing that appealed to us yeah. uh, the benefits my dad could have from it and also
1: he was very enthusiastic about the whole thing
0: wasn't he right and, and also we recognised slightly that having a bit more of a team around a dog was a good idea mm. it's just my dad at the age he is with the physical uh conditions that he's now in he can't necessarily look after an energetic dog or not a, not a badly trained one or not a yet trained one or
1: a strong one, a a strong y- one all yeah. the things about nugget really the strength the the size
0: the everything yeah everything that made him so appealing anyway yeah. so we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves yeah. so in november we realized i guess on a walk
1: hmm. but well we... i
0: think if it was one walk i think it was a number
1: but finally the walk came where we were like are we doing this
0: Yes, we're doing yes, it. We so we walk every day, or you at least w- walk every day. When I'm working hours that allow me to join you, I join you. Mm. And so we thought every day a walk is happening. It's a long walk, like forty-five minutes is the average, right? Yeah. And it might be longer. Most mo- many days it will be longer than that, right? No,
1: that's, that's about right. It's usually about forty-five. Minutes. If this is two like of two us miles. together
0: though at the weekend, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, the dog would definitely have got a long walk every day and the idea of fitting a shorter walk in earlier than that was also didn't seem too it was impossible is yeah. manageable. I'm a freelancer. So most of the time, particularly in November, I was at the house. Mm. I mean, that's the thing with a freelancer. You can't predict what your work is exactly going to entail. And, Most of last year I wasn't getting enough work. That was the big problem I had last year, which meant that because I wasn't doing enough work, I was always at home. And so it kind of made us feel like if we got a dog, I'd always be at home and that would mean that I'd have company.
1: Yeah, and so would the dog.
0: And the dog would have company. And also that that might be good for my mental health because I'm on my own during the day and it would be nice. You work in a school very close by. You come back at lunch times and you finish work at 3.30. Yeah. So the idea that the dog would be left for very long.
1: It wouldn't have been that. It wouldn't.
0: One. It wouldn't be. No. So that's all of the reasons on paper that everything seemed like the perfect time to get a dog. And the next step was we signed up to Battersea Dogs Home. Mm-hmm. So we went there. That was one of the first things we did. We had like an uh, adventure yeah. day to go to Battersea Dogs Home. And we
1: and met it. Siren. Yes. Met the Siren. They, they had a dog in... Um, the woman we spoke to she said it was one of her colleagues dogs but he she was in the room with us and she just like sat on our feet didn't she She was really nice
0: she was so delightful
1: yeah she's a stuffy
0: yeah and we went into that meeting very worried that they would think of us as not being good enough like for the dog and we were very concerned with um covering all of the bases like we we overthought it we we kind of Surprised the person doing the interview with us about it because we were, we thought about so many areas of it already and like we were going through different stra- plans, strategies, all of those things.
1: Yeah, classic us though, because yeah. we had so specifically thought about it in e- so
0: much detail, so much that we
1: were kind of blinkered in what we were looking at.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, that became that becomes obvious as mm. the story goes on, really. So yeah, we we so we passed the test of Battersea Dog Simon, mean we were on their on their list, um, and we had very specific requirements at that stage for what we wanted in our dog. So we wanted a small dog mm-hmm. that could be taken everywhere with us, right?
1: Yeah,
0: um, sensible. What were the other re- criteria? Uh,
1: not too young. We were looking a minimum a year maybe even a little little bit older but also not too old we wanted to spend as much time as possible with the dog but we didn't want to we didn't feel that we had the time to commit to the early training
0: right (laughs) which
1: was sensible
0: yeah we we, i mean all of our thoughts at that point i think were bang on yeah it's just how they eroded as the process went on um but yeah it was already trained uh Kind of a year old, a year old or older than a year, a year to three. We were thinking. Yeah,
1: that was the age bracket.
0: And um, a small dog, but also probably a mongrel or like a doggy a particular breeds that we like. But definitely, we wanted to get a rescue dog. Yeah. Um, because there's so many unwanted dogs out there, and we both had. I mean, was Shadow a rescue dog? Oh uh,
1: yeah. Well, he was. He was born in in the dog's home, but his mum was a rescue. So. He was like second generation
0: rescue. Sam was a rescue dog. And I've always sort of thought like he was neurotic and complicated like the rest of the family. And I always thought that was a good, a good match. That if you've had a bit of a hard, hard life, you can identify with people who might have had complicated issues. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I kind of, um, that's one of the things that appeals to me about a rescue dog. And then, but it takes a long time for the right kind of dog to come up for if you've got those kind of very specific criteria, mm. and they weren't coming up no. generally for, in Battersea, we went in to see a dog, a Staffy called yeah. Nelly. Um, and even though was it what was the name of the Siren? Even yeah. though Siren, who we'd met the first time we went to Battersea, was a, was also a Staffy, and we have absolutely nothing against Staffies. In fact, we like Staffies much more at the be- now. Yeah, we, I think we, we, when we started, we pretty, haven't considered
1: a Staffie would be the kind of dog we'd want and then she, a Staffie was quite her on the list, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, every time we've met a staffy, they've been lovely. Um, although Nellie, whilst being lovely, definitely didn't chime with us, Was no. just didn't fit and then I kind of had an existential angst about um, am I right for a dog? Can I actually connect with a dog? Um, that's been answered. I can connect with a dog, but it's sadder to connect with a dog sometimes than it is to not connect. But At I mean, least that was
1: clear cut, we just didn't... Want Nelly? Did we?
0: No, she we just didn't. Wasn't right, and she just wasn't right, and she was kind of like she didn't have the she doesn't have enough kind of personality personality. She wasn't fucked up enough, I think, <laughs> for me.
1: She just didn't seem to have much soul. Like, right, she was just a little bit like she was uh, on paper a dog. But she wasn't a personality.
0: She would have been happy to play with anyone. Yeah. And what we're looking for, selfishly, maybe, maybe this is character flaw we should look at in ourselves. But basically, what we're looking for is someone who connects with us, or mm. a dog, a, you know, a dog that connects with us that we connect with, um, that kind of feels connected to us. Maybe that was a bit unreasonable to expect that so quickly in some ways. Although,
1: well, I think it wasn't. I think that's what we've learned, and that, that will be where we get to at the end of the story, won't it? You know that.
0: Well, there is the right the dog, thing. and we
1: have to not erode our boundaries. To We find just it. have to wait for time, wait for the right amount of time to find the right dog.
0: That's right. So we decided that the best time to get the dog, if we could get the dog, was between Christmas and New Year, because that was the only time we really had that both of us were free to really spend like a first week with a dog and really bond with a dog. So we kind of officially announced to Battersea that we were looking, kind of, between those two we sort of like contacted them and went to see nelly during that mm. during the that space of time but we didn't like nelly and we didn't
1: well, i think we'd there. sort of convinced ourselves that we were going to get a dog in that period i don't yeah, know why or how but that was well, what we decided was going to happen because it, so it was surprising and we didn't get on with nelly
0: yeah we were a bit shocked mm. and then we were like right we've got to. we don't want to get the wrong dog but that's the thing that Nelly told us, that if we'd have not communicated properly, we might have both felt that we should yeah. get Nelly for the other one and then we'd end up with a dog we didn't want.
1: Yeah.
0: And so we were very determined not to do that.
1: And we didn't. And we, so we, we didn't.
0: We didn't. Um, so then at that stage, we started looking elsewhere, not just in Battersea. Yeah. Because small dogs don't seem to come into Battersea that much. And certainly we're quite fussy about the size... Like, small to medium, like... We don't really like tiny dogs, like Chichihuahuas or... Chihuahuas. Sorry, that's a word I get wrong all the time. (laughs) Chim doesn't like wrong words. So, um... (laughs) 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 So, yeah, anyway... We started looking elsewhere. We looked at various different charities. Diff- kind of, there were there were some charities that bring in dogs from like Africa and from. Yeah. We quite liked the idea of having a refugee dog that kind of was.
1: That was, was kind of accidental though, because we were looking on Gumtree for sp- specific dogs, and we found a specific dog that happened to be with that agency that bring. Um, animals over from Africa.
0: Although all of those things, it's always complicated, like what's the politics, what's the underlying ethics of these charities, like a lot of the time people really want to do good things for animals, but that might mean that they ignore complicated Complex political well, who knows? situations I mean, that in countries is a possibility,
1: but we don't know that that was happening. So there, we, we
0: yeah, no, no. But it. what I mean with with all of these dog charities, there was always that yeah. question, and and also there was that question when we were looking on Gumtree, when we were looking on yeah,
1: that's all true. dog what was it called? all dogs matter
0: is what All dogs got. matter is where we got nugget, nugget from. Yeah. that in itself is a an unfortunate name, but I don't think it. I don't think it was coined when it has these unfortunate connotations of all lives matter, but but all of those kind of outside agencies we were very concerned with are they treating the dogs right are we doing the right thing we don't want to contribute to sort of like dog farms and, and certain yeah. kinds of things that uh, sound. Uh, we
1: should say really since we are naming charities here that all dogs matter do seem very good and they are not doing that
0: absolutely right, really. yeah no absolutely and well that they're the people we we've, yeah. we eventually found nugget with and we would
1: definitely um use them again i think if the right yeah job yeah was, absolutely
0: wasn't. and so also like so during that time um We sort of like we had like a. Are we going to get a alsatian What was the oh, alsatian Muppet. called? Muppet.
1: Yeah, he was cool.
0: Who looked lovely, but when we talked to Battersea, they were like, "Yeah, he's lovely, but he bites. He needs some." Yeah, no one. Everyone talks in euphemisms all the way through. This yeah. has been a big part of the problem. Like all of these charities, all of these gum trees, everything. He
1: mouths and causes bruising. Huh. Yeah, no. just sounds worse than bites.
0: Yeah, I know, but no one to be properly straight with you. That's definitely the problem, and you get the feeling that some dog charities care more about housing the dog than they do about yeah. finding the right combination of dog and owners, and that they don't mind so much if the owners' um, lives are, are not like they don't mind about disrupting human lives as long as those humans. Look are going to be top. responsible to the dog, yeah. like they don't. They don't care if the the, the uh, humans are going to be unhappy to a certain extent. I think sometimes some of them, and not all of them, and definitely, I'm not saying that all dogs uh, matter. Feel that way. They were pretty reasonable with us in, on all sides. I think.
1: Yeah, they were.
0: So yeah, so as as you can tell, considering an Alsatian means that our <sighs> our uh, criteria was eroding quite consist- considerably, right?
1: Yeah, I think. I think there was quite a lot the fact that we didn't manage to get more than we thought we were would, and we were so surprised by that had quite a lot of impact on that. And the fact that we were looking really hard, we were spent I mean the amount of hours that went into looking for a dog was a lot, So I think we were just sort of gradually thinking we're being too specific, we're being ridiculous, a dog will fit in. And also everybody's advice was, you get the right dog, and then you make your life work around it. Which it's not necessarily great advice. Yeah, it's
0: kind of the same kind of thing that people say about we're having kids. Like you make your life work, and I, and that's not accurate. I mean, it can be accurate. It can work for some people, and and that love that they get can can make them like that's it's a good offset to yeah. other things. But that doesn't make it like as simple as that.
1: And, and we live in a little flat, and a, a German Shepherd. We definitely know now, having had a big dog in the, in here, would not have been happy in here.
0: Absolutely. Well, also, I started a job, didn't I, um, pretty much like the beginning of the year, right? I, 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 on the first day of the year, in fact, on, on the year's day, I sent off my application for the job. Uh, and I found out that I had an interview for it, like on the 4th of J- yeah. of January or something like this. And then that job is with our Warwickshire and it's working all around uh, Warwickshire, telling like well, doing storytelling workshops with community groups and uh, recording conversations, a little bit like this with people about their heritage and culture, and uh, it's and history, and it's really um, an interesting and and. Uh, I'm very grateful to be involved with the project. But the thing about the project is that it it doesn't involve being at home. It involves a lot of time traveling on trains to Warwickshire, all around Warwickshire. And so when we were doing the admin for looking for a dog, we were doing that like late at night after I'd get back from Warwickshire. It became much more of a like, because we had to cram it in. Hmm. It was like... It was like any other kind of admin. Like you have to get it done. Like it when you're done. looking for to get like benefits, or you're looking to get the tax sorted out. It was just like it's we have to get done. not that you're cutting corners,
1: done. but you're just sort of racing through,
0: right? Or I'm like standing. At, I remember very distinctly, like speaking to you on the phone from uh, Lemington Spa, I think it was station, and and uh, you being here on the on the computer looking up different dogs well you also have to move
1: quickly if you find
0: one right because if you do find one you like it'll go go really quickly and we had that we had a lot of heartbreaks where where a dog would start to think oh we want that dog and every time we seen a dog that we liked we never liked their names so the first thing Mm. we would do is decide what The alternative name would be that was close enough to the original for the dog to come when they were called, but was one that we liked as well and that fitted with us,
1: which we did quite efficiently, quite a few times, all
0: the time. It was like (laughs) we had so many long conversations, (laughs) going through different rhymes or different similar words. It
1: was quite a fun process. Once,
0: yeah, once, (laughs) and and so yeah, we. And then and then that was the thing. It all happened very quickly. Oh, that was the other thing. We bought a load of stuff for the dog as soon as we decided we were going to get a dog, didn't yeah, we? Yeah,
1: stuff that was non-dog specific, you know, that that didn't need to be sized, right, or whatever.
0: So that was kind of mocking us from, from mm. then on, really, saying, like, you haven't got the dog that you wanted this stuff yeah. for. So, yeah, how did Nugget happen? Like... Um, Because you did a lot of the searching. That was all
1: part of the searching. And he was... I do remember finding him. I don't remember what the specific search was. It was just with all the other searches. And there were two dogs, two young dogs, uh, seven months old, described as brothers, described as terrier crosses, who were currently being held in kennels. And they'd been... um, They'd been adopted by a young family. I think it was a single mum with three really young kids, like under five or something, and she'd got these two puppies and unsurprisingly couldn't cope with them. And they were both—they were described as brothers, as terrier crosses, but they looked totally different, didn't they? Um,
0: yeah, very different from each other. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we decided we wanted to meet Dougie.
0: Yeah. We didn't like the name Dougie, and so we coined Nugget. Um...
1: And he looked like, because he was quite small, because he was, well, he looked quite small in the photos, and he certainly wasn't fully grown. He had the colour, he's sort of, I don't want to say what he looks like, just yet because it seems so obvious now. He's like tan and black, sort of caramel coloured and black. Um, And because he looked quite small in the pictures, I was sort of thinking, what are those things called? Those like sausage dog things
0: dachshunds
1: yeah i thought it was going to be part dachshund because <laughs> we were told they were terrier crosses yeah. so you sort of have in your head that they're little um
0: right and he but he did look lovely and his personality sounded exactly like the personality that we were looking for in a dog yeah like for sure
1: i can't remember what it said it was something like affectionate and a character playful and playful
0: and you know in that respect Uh, It was spot on. But in other ways, we kind of feel, I guess, that the the wording was a little bit misleading in some areas.
1: Definitely. And I think uh, they would agree with that because I think they, well, they definitely did after we, at the end of our Nugget story, uh, Dougie's profile was significantly updated.
0: So in order to get, then it was kind of like uh, they said, yes, you'd be welcome to have... No, no, that was it. Uh, Dougie, as he was then, his brother mm. was being oh, that's right. rehomed. Yeah. And they didn't want him to spend loads of time in kennels. Uh, uh, sad that his brother had been taken away and not have any kind of home environment and comfortable environment. So they wanted him taken really quickly. Um, On the
1: same day as his brother, really, ideally.
0: Yeah. So that's what we did. So that's what we did. So we went out to the kennels to get him.
1: to uh, uh, On foster, that was the deal.
0: Right, they said, basically we passed their checks, but they didn't really 100% feel like, I think, that we were definitely right, and that they were right, it yeah, turns yeah, yeah. out. Um, and so they said foster, and we kind of thought, oh, we, I was quite pro-fostering as soon as that had come up, because it had come up before that, hadn't it? It had come up with some of the other dogs, yeah. and I, I thought it was a good idea to... To not be fully committed, but to find out if the dog yeah. would fit. Um, but we, at the same time, we really had convinced ourselves we were going to foster, gonna I think, by the yeah. time we even met him. So we went out to the kennels, which was outside of London. It well, was... It was well, Waltham Abbey. Waltham Abbey. And we don't drive... We're So we're pedestrian, ac- pedestrian or uh, public transport only, really. So it was quite a mission getting out to, to the to the kennels. Um,
1: it involved a bus that you have to buy tickets for.
0: I know. Well, that, what's Easter? that about? <laughs> yeah, but also like it was a little bit of a walk as well down yeah. like roads that weren't really pedestrian roads and uh, like all yeah. of that sort of stuff. And then we got to the kennels,
1: which was on a farm. Yeah, full of horses.
0: Yeah, what was that like? I feel I'm very aware. I'm talking a lot.
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. Not not any more than me. Not either. any
0: more than normal. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's
1: normal. I don't know what that was like. That was just, just was what it was. There were some horses. Yeah. Say to the horses.
0: Yeah. So, but then what happened next?
1: And then we went into a little reception room and said that we were there. That was weird, actually. We said we were there to meet Dougie, and the guy was like, "Oh yeah, right." But there was no real. I'll just go and get him. He said, and he did, and then that was that. But we could have been anybody, really.
0: Yeah, we didn't have to provide any. No. Yeah, like proof of who we were. We were given Dougie on a on a lead okay. and told to spend some time with him, walking around the grounds of the the kennels,
1: which was really boggy because it was around, it was around a fishing lake as well, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, there were all these people fishing, and he was a really strong dog nugget, but really and, strong and
1: excited,
0: and he really wanted to get get into all M Fisher people's business, and so. It was quite hard to... There was a quite hard first walk because it wasn't... We couldn't work out what he'd be like when he wasn't no. just coming out of kennels and he wasn't seeing all these fisher people. And he. And we, we were, like...
1: And you had to have him on the lead because I couldn't actually cope with him. Yeah,
0: you couldn't walk him for a while no. um, of, of us knowing him, like, not easily. No. So I had to have him, you know. Not that I'm tough and good at... and strong, uh, just in that particular instance it worked well just in that kind of way whatever Mm -hmm. that is you've got more stammer than me I'd say anyway um, that's beside the point (laughs) so yeah so then we we very quickly decided yes I mean that was the other thing he was just so lovely I mean we've got a picture of him that we're like talking in front of now like a framed
1: he montage friendly. of
0: pictures of him and he was just
1: I have to say at that point I did have more doubt
0: yeah you de- definitely did
1: I did keep saying isn't he a bit big <laughs> isn't he a bit young but then I did also really like him so we then sort of convinced ourselves that
0: well what we did and we worked this out afterwards is whenever one of us was sceptical the yeah. other one convinced them around like it's like the, the the benefits of being in a couple there are loads of benefits and loads of privileges with being in a couple that we are very aware of but at the same time something about our dynamic means that the other one sort of one of us will be positive the other one will be negative and that can be good if we're convincing ourselves to do a creative project
1: or a sensible thing
0: a sensible thing (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) but um, so yeah initially I was very much like fuck it we'll make it work he's the best dog ever it's going to be amazing and you were like uh Okay. <laughs> okay. But you know, we were fostering him anyway, so we yeah, always so had that, always to, that safety net to have. And also, we we didn't really know. So, like, to get him home, that was a mission
1: itself. It was a massive mission, but it was also a massive bonding experience. So it wasn't entirely helpful in terms of you know making a sensible call.
0: Right, we went on a journey with Nugget. Like an epic journey, it felt like. It like it did, was, it did. like, because I mean, it was to get him home, we had to kind of, um, we we didn't want to take him on a bus. So, well, we, for a
1: start, we had him and me not being able to walk him, so you having to walk him. We had, I don't know how many, 20 cans of dog food and a massive sack of dog biscuits that the kennels had very kindly given us.
0: But you had to carry. I had to
1: carry because uh, you had the dog. And at that point, there was no, you couldn't do anything else other than have the dog. Uh, and then there was the fact that he couldn't really walk on the lead very well, and he was super excited by everything, and he had absolutely no road sense.
0: No, he was not afraid of <laughs> cars at all, and we were by really, really busy roads, because we walked from Waltham Abbey, I think, which is where the kennels were, yeah. to Waltham Cross. That's right,
1: because we needed a bed.
0: Via a place to buy a bed, um, which in itself, when we got to... so To the dock. Yeah, I mean, well, on the walk. There was like loads of moments. That like, there was a like, the moment when we both decided, yes, this is the right thing to do. Was we stopped at a park, yeah, and had him like by a ke- like by a by the bench, and like it was just lovely,
1: yeah.
0: And we were like, right, all of the how hard it has been to get him from the kennels to here. This is why we're doing that, and we, yeah. we and just we could see to- the
1: potential for the trained dog he could later be.
0: Right, right, right. We started to think, like, okay. He's younger um, than we we're thought we're going to have to train process. him more than we thought you know yeah
1: we had a bag full of turkey didn't we yeah and we were getting him to sit at Rhodes and, and actually on that massive journey some quite a significant amount of training had already happened
0: right that's very true I mean so we went yeah when we got to the when we got to the Pets for Home the shop that we bought the, the uh, bed in that in itself as well was like that was the other thing like walking with Nugget everyone would meet we'd yeah. meet would be nice and they'd love him and they'd be really affectionate about him when we got to the shop they were all like oh my god this is the the, the nicest dog ever you guys are so yeah you're gonna have the best life ever like people who love dogs it really like a love fairy tale. the myth of dogs yeah. as much as the dogs
1: and because he was there when we were getting his bed, and it was like he did he i think he actually we put it on the floor didn't we, and and we tried, like, it, tried and it, it and it just all seemed so right
0: yeah and then we had to get a train. we
1: got his name tag.
0: That's right, we got a name tag. That's how far in we went, guys. Like, got, we, yeah, we got, <laughs> got it en-
1: engraved with his name and, and my phone, phone number.
0: number. And, uh, yeah, and then we, yeah, we, we carried on walking him. And, it-
1: and we had that, uh, remember that um, really filmic moment where there was a red balloon tied to the it was like a a menu board outside a restaurant or something
0: and And he leapt at it and the
1: sunlight caught it behind and it was like a it just was like a moment from a film and it was just this like five seconds of just this is amazing
0: yeah well and also one of the things we got when we got the bed was we got better leads that helped you to walk him from then onwards it was very hard the lead that he was originally on like to walk him it wasn't sturdy it wasn't designed for a It didn't feel like it was designed for a dog as strong as him. I'm sure it was.
1: Well, we later got a harness, didn't we? And then that was really a lot easier.
0: Right, we got a harness and and that's the thing. That's the kind of thing that Nugget needed at that point in Nugget's life was a harness lead, which we hadn't expected, that kind of element and so yeah we got him onto the train I think it was probably the first train he'd been on he was very afraid to get in the train really, yeah, it was really we had scary to, we had had to, to, you picked him up and yeah. carried him like for all you've been like I'm not strong enough to walk him you picked him up physically and got him onto the thing and like on the train like you had to, we had to get him up the lift and down the other side and then there was like a for some reason weirdly there was like a box of that said poison on yeah. it that was behind the bench we sat on and we were like oh my god we needed you know that really brought home the responsibility even more so of like yeah right we can't take our eyes off him for a minute he might just try and eat Keep poison, poison. <laughs> um, and then we got him and then we got him on the tube and he was really good on the tube and I thought like he'd probably been on tubes before he did
1: seem to and it was <clears> rush
0: hour as well yeah but I mean all of that was just so 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 epic like it felt like ten years to yeah, me when is. I think of it in my mind
1: and then before we even arrived home, we took him to see your dad, didn't we?
0: Right. The last... Yeah, when we got to Leightonstone, we took him to see my dad, like, late at night, a little bit later than my dad normally would well, be Well, late at night is
1: misleading, but yes, that's true. So it was like seven or... Seven or, a, or something.
0: something. But we phoned ahead to make yeah. sure that dad would be up, because he often goes to bed that kind of time. Yeah. And uh, he loved him. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah, he He did.
0: He did but I think even when he loved him I mean he's 92 he's had a lot more experience in life than us he was more aware of how of yeah. what we'd got ourselves into than we were when, yeah. when he when he met
1: I mean he wasn't completely realistic he, he was still later on saying oh I'll look after him and
0: yeah but no, he, yeah. he
1: was he was aware of our reality definitely
0: yeah he wasn't necessarily realistic about what he could do to help our yeah. reality but he was totally aware of where we were at yeah um and then we were really tired weren't we but we were feeling like
1: but it was really nice i think was there a bolognese in the cooker or something there was something that was already we had at least anticipated that it was going to be a long day so dinner was ready and we were hungry and tired but it was really pleasant and i had a glass of wine and nugget went straight to his brand new bed which just seemed again like we'd done something really right and well yeah and then he was like do you remember holding his paw
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember
1: you saying, he's holding my
0: hand. <laughs> yeah, right. And he was doing that thing where he, he, he licked your face, but he didn't actually make contact so that you got the pleasure of him wanting to lick your face, but without yeah. the disgustingness of a dog actually licking your face. Um, and that's not something I'd really... Like, it was so consistent. It was clearly going to always be having licked your <laughs> it face. It was wasn't really like nice. It was an accident. Um, and I'd not really experienced that. Although when I tweeted about it, like a lot of people said... That's yeah, what my dog does. Um, <clears throat> and that was the thing as well. So we got home, we felt like we'd achieved something, it had been heroic, and we went onto social media and shared pictures uh, of 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 Nugget mm. and introduced him to everybody and said how amazing it was to have him. And we didn't present it as... I even texted my niece, my uh, and I didn't present it to her when I texted her that... Like we were fostering No, that stage. I didn't to
1: my family either. Was, actually, I think I should say, I think I said to in private messages, technically he's on foster, but there's no way we're not keeping him or something like that, I think was what I was saying.
0: Right. And so, yeah, they're on... Oh, I've actually literally just stupidly lost it now. Um, but on social media, uh, we... Yeah, we, we... That was the thing. Posting straight away really made it real and public... Mm. That was the thing. Like, it made all of our decisions then really public. And we'd been so determined not to get a dog when we shouldn't get a dog and to do it all right. we
1: thought about it so carefully. We just didn't think that we could possibly have missed anything. Yeah. Just at that moment, it just wasn't a possibility that that could have happened.
0: Right. I mean, so on the day of, of bringing him back, I said on Twitter, my dog does this thing where he's licking your face, but he actually isn't... So you get the love without the slobber, and then I said he's sleeping at my feet now. We only got him today, and then loads of like positive responses came back and love and shared love of dogs came through that. And I, I and then I said I am surprised at how totally in love with him I am. We went on a mission to get him, and we've all walked a long way, and then went on a train and rush our tube. No wonder he is tired. He's really friendly to everyone. I told him he needs to stop that as he is owned by antisocial people but he didn't listen it made the mission longer as he kept making friends and we had to stop to talk to each person it was a great first day to have with a dog
1: which it was
0: yeah and i couldn't believe how much i was in love with him and yeah, what did you really You said something about that when i said like you we were overwhelmed
1: we were overwhelmed and i think that was the word we used and then you we were trying to look for words for it and you said i think this is love
0: and that was a kind of surprise to us that we could fall in love with a dog that quickly, that quickly yeah. or maybe at all, like I know I, I mean
1: yeah it was surprising at all. I mean, I knew that you get I, I did of course know that you get a really strong bond with an animal. I had had that yeah, I've had but, that too right that overwhelming, and I guess it's, this is the difference with being the primary carers, that overwhelming
0: they rely on you yeah. Like, there's, it's a responsibility that comes with that love, and that's why it's overwhelming.
1: Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah.
0: And that night, we were absolutely convinced that Nugget would be with us forever. It
1: wasn't even a possible... We just didn't even... It wasn't even a question. No question, yeah.
0: What did you say on social media? What, that first day? Yeah. Uh,
1: we are now a pack, meet Nugget, and I posted a couple of pictures. And then, um, because I've been doing this... Uh, sort of, I don't want to say project that's a bit of a big word for it, thing every day um, where I've been posting a sense of things
0: a picture, a a photo Yeah, a photo
1: to represent a sense of something Uh, my photo for that day was a sense of exhaustion and it was a photo of him well it was his feet really, but of him sprawled on the floor being exhausted and I said, after months of deliberating, deciding and failing to find him, the day arrived and it was an adventure Nugget is here and we're all knackered
0: yeah and that was another part of the social media thing we'd shared our frustrations of not managing to get a dog
1: Mm. up until this
0: point everybody was kind of following the saga of us trying to get a dog
1: yeah a previous sense had been um a blanket that was waiting for the dog that we had not yet met
0: right there'd
1: been a couple of things and i talked
0: about the heartbreak of like thinking you're going to get a dog and then not getting a dog and how surprising it was even that love was surprising to me yeah like i guess i shouldn't be surprised i have the capacity to love I love many people and many things but I don't know love always takes you by surprise a bit I think mm. whatever love even means
1: and I think as well for for me anyway because I'd been quite doubtful when we met him I was surprised by it from that point of view because I was thinking this is a really bad idea at the beginning of that walk and then by the time we got home I was like okay so it's going to be hard that would be hard as a puppy that's not meant to be we were meant to get something a bit older than this
0: right and then I mean when did it start to
1: it was that night I think for you not for me That very late that night um, going to bed wasn't it and he, we had to get him in the garden and get him to go to bed and he woke up and he started barking at a fox or a bird or something and you got really anxious
0: yeah, I mean, which we couldn't, because it was late at night, and we've got a baby next door, we've got a baby upstairs, um, I, I'm very, very aware of when people get up to go to work, and the thing I, that was distressing for me is I couldn't work out how to stop him from barking.
1: Well, I don't think we'd heard him bark either until that moment, and he had a big bark.
0: And I didn't want people to think that he was aggressive mm-hmm. when he wasn't, because of that big bark. Yeah. It was like, hearing that big bark made me realise the amount of work we'd have to do to, just to make people not think he was going to be violent to them. Not yeah. to be... Like, like, he is the kind of dog who... When they, when he barks like that, because of his size and because like let's face it, like the the word that's not been used so far in this conversation is rottweiler.
1: He's <laughs> definitely a rottweiler. So that's the the colour of the word I wasn't saying earlier on because it just seems so stupid. We didn't see it with the caramel colouring and the and the black and the eyebrows. He has got. Proper Rottweiler eyebrows,
0: right? And the other thing that people think he is is Doberman because he's got the same colouring, but but because they have the same colour colouring as Rottweilers, but also because they have long noses, and yeah. he's got a long houndy kind of nose, and I think that's. That's the thing. That one of the other things that kept happening is every time we met a dog person, they'd say, oh, I love your Rottweiler yeah. puppy. And we'd We're be like, what? what? It's a terrier. It's a terrier cross. <laughs> and they'd be like, no, 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 that's not a terrier cross. A lot of people did not believe that it's a terrier cross. A lot of people thought it was he was a, 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 a Rottweiler-Doberman cross. And when we looked that up, actually, that
1: seems like a that's a possibility,
0: that. apart from his brother his brother isn't the same well, we're if saying they're brother, even brothers but this is what
1: everybody said since and, the, and um, the charity who I don't think themselves had met the dogs they just knew, had, you know they'd gone straight into kennels they then after that said if they're even brothers
0: yeah I mean then that's the thing and he, I don't think he is completely a up either no um, and that's why we didn't believe, that, didn't realise he was a Rottweiler straight away. And that, that's not, again, like Rottweilers, we have loads of affection for Rottweilers now. Like, yeah.
1: Well, but, I always quite liked them, but now I'm really particularly... But I always liked them
0: apart from when I, when I was growing up, my dad had, uh, was living in quite a rough area of Coventry and there were these chained up Rottweilers outside the pub who were like trained as guard dogs and they barked all day and all night and so i always thought of them as aggressive but now not as a child i can comprehend that that's not the dogs being aggressive no. that's the humans putting them in a situation where they're
1: like all day long chained up outside yeah, like, I, like that's horrible that's I really that horrible a, as a child as well i had the opposite experience I used to live in a, a, a pub that we used to go to with my dad and we used to call it as kids the dog with the orange bum and it was the most sloppy, drooly thing ever and it used to sit on your feet and drool while (laughs) you ate crisps. It was a bit gross, but it was quite nice.
0: And and Nugget was very, very pretty and like... uh, attractive to look at, but he definitely did have a little bit of the Rottweiler drool going Yeah, on. he did. Like, you can't get any... He's really photogenic. All of these pictures, he's really photogenic, but there's none of them where there isn't a little bit of drool on the top of his nose. Yeah. It would always get round, like, white drool onto the top of his nose. But that was the thing, wasn't it? Like, the intensity of those four days we spent with Nugget, mm. like we were learning so many new things about ourselves Mm. about Nugget about like we trained him loads he was so trainable
1: it was so exciting watching him learn things he was really clever wasn't he yeah he was um, learning well we'd already got him scared of cars so that was good and we were (laughs) teaching him about roads and sitting and lying and all that and he was waiting for food wasn't he was he? sitting that away. was amazing
0: yeah and and he learned to turn on the light, light. yeah because he was really clever that was another yeah. thing that was really stimulating about him but anyway that night when he the first night when he started barking I just realized like for me that I suddenly realized the amount of work that was going to involve mm. and I was really aware that in four days time like five days time I was going to Warwickshire again at six o'clock six mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning. And then the day after I was going up there at six o'clock in the morning. And after that week, you wouldn't have even been at home anymore because you'd have been at work. And I would have still be going to w- work yeah. at six in the morning. And I was like, the amount of work this dog needs is a lot, but also I can't be up until one in the morning and then get up at six in the morning. If if it's because a- he was having problems getting to sleep
1: yeah, uh, at yeah.
0: night, understandably it's a new place, but if he was going to be barking late into the night that would not I I didn't know how I could make that fit with my upcoming workload and so I got very very that made me feel very panicky I I guess I had a panic attack you kind of sent me to bed and uh, took over
1: yeah
0: and sort of had a night yourself with him
1: which was fine I, I was actually fine at that point and I I think maybe had been slightly more realistic than you in terms of the amount of work required for a young dog because Definitely. I had had a baby dog and Shadow was an awful lot of work.
0: And I don't think slightly is fair. I think I mm. was, looking back, I think I was kind of too kind of gung-ho about, oh, we'll make it work. Mm. In a way that was totally unrealistic, and basically was partly about me looking for a solution to my own mm. kind of mental health issues, of wanting to have a dog. Like a lot, and so many people spoke to me about dogs from that point of view. So many people with mental health issues said to me, "Dogs are really good for mental health," and 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 lots of people had said that, and that's true. I can see how Nugget in a year's time mm. would have been perfect like for distracting and, and giving me company and all of the things that I might want for, for my mental health. But at that time, it was a lot of responsibility that I didn't have physical time to do, and that doesn't make me feel mentally healthy. Yeah. And uh, that kind of pays into a lot of my... You know, anxiety, and then leads to depression. And I I mean, I hadn't
1: made that connection. I didn't. I didn't realise how bad it would be for you. I did realise how much work it was going to be. I was expecting to be up in the night. I was expecting to have to clear up dog mess. I was expecting that we'd have to do a lot of training. I knew it was going to be hard work.
0: Um, Well, some of that I was expecting and didn't have a problem with as well.
1: But I wasn't. I didn't anticipate how that would have affected you. And also, I hadn't really filled in how that would practically work in terms of i don't our, know timing maybe our
0: schedules and yeah
1: that.
0: like the fact that you're out every day at work and i'm supposedly freelance means that like i would have had to do a lot of the stuff because you wouldn't have been there but it wasn't going to be as easy as just having nuggets sit on the side even if i have been editing at home which i wasn't i was in warwickshire yeah even if it had been editing at home it would have been uh just like slowing down hitting the deadlines that i need to hit and i don't have very much work so i need to do that work well and quick and get some more work
1: yeah
0: and just all of those kind of factors which we totally like like sort of things like we didn't like we thought like oh yeah we were going to get a dog where we could take them all around that was the idea it was going to be a dog that we would be able and if we do get a dog soon which we might Mm it'll be a dog that we can do that yeah. with because it just isn't feasible for me to have a dog I can't travel with no. when, if I might have to travel.
1: And a seven-month-old seven Rottweiler. That's
0: not really possible. No, I mean, it was an epic journey, me and you, back from Wolfham Abbey, that was feasible because it was an epic journey. We spent a day doing it. Mm. It's not like I could have just, like, grabbed Nugget and uh, taken him off to do a conversation in a cafe in the middle of town. No, no. Like, that just wasn't feasible. Um... And that was it. I mean, a lot of the advice we'd had over the time from different angles for different reasons was definitely, like, you can make it work. Yeah. And it was just like realising... we could
1: have. It just wouldn't have been good for him or for us.
0: I mean, I'm not even sure we could have fully made it. I mean, it depends what you mean by make it work, yeah. doesn't it? Like, that's well, the we thing. Well, we could have
1: made it work in as much as people mean when they say that.
0: We could have had a miserable number of months and we might have had to give up certain things that would mm. we need to do at the moment for financial reasons and
1: yeah,
0: like yeah. We, we we. but were... I think
1: f- from, from that first night I still wasn't I was unprepared for how anxious it made you but I was still thinking oh well this is what I expected and I remember the next morning texting my mum saying I don't know if we've made a mistake how did you feel about Shadow because I know that Shadow was a lot of hard work and my mum had really considered that we couldn't necessarily keep him and she said it is a lot of hard work but you know You'll be all right, kind of thing. Um, Which would have been true if that had been the only thing. But the fact that it was hard work wasn't really the problem, I think.
0: Yeah. And those four days were wonderful. We went on amazing walks, right? Mm. We had amazing time with Nugget. But we very quickly decided that we were going to not adopt. We were going to just only foster.
1: Yeah,
0: And so we had that on, like... Then and then it became like let's spend this time we have with Nugget as as happily as possible and, and enjoying what Nugget's about and, and bonding with Nugget as much as possible. But it, it was really bittersweet. Really hard, really hard. Like we basically spent the uh, th- th- those four days crying.
1: Yeah, because it would you would it was a total bonding experience. We completely. Bonded with bonded with him, and him, like he did with
0: us, and he did with us, and we did with each other. The process yeah. of like at least we had. That's where couples' privilege comes in. Yeah, at least we had each other to yeah to be sad with to to comfort each other at that point, and then like. Yeah, it was it was properly heartbreaking. I can't even remember, but it was exhausting as well. It was twenty four seven. Yeah, well, seven. We didn't
1: change our clothes for four days. Right, didn't exactly. We? we
0: didn't, and that's something that you know. If we enter into this again, and eventually, one of the things we did learn is one day we do want a big dog, and we do want a, a big puppy. dog who's a puppy, and we do want to put in the amount of work that it takes, and we are happy to have four days of 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 not of not washing, and we're happy to have. a few months of not washing and well Well, you're less you're less keen on the not washing (laughs) element but but like we're but we have to have a number of months like it has to be the time for us to make that the big project and the other thing is we've got a big project that we're doing together Yeah, and that we couldn't do that and have Nugget and so we had to make the really hard choice to let to let to send Nugget back yeah even though we knew even though we knew that he was right for us. He wasn't right for us in that in moment. In this moment,
1: no. He, would, he was the perfect dog for us in lots of ways, and just not right now in this house at this time.
0: Right. That's another part of it, wasn't it? Like, he was a bit too big for he the house. Tick- we couldn't get him in the bath when we tried to, to wash no. him. Like, we couldn't...
1: And he couldn't walk around the place without walking into something or banging his head or...
0: Yeah. And he was only going to get bigger, and how much bigger everyone disagreed on.
1: Yeah, yeah. But he was going to get a lot bigger. There, when when he did move on, he went to another foster home and uh, the there was a photograph of him with his foster family who were quite a few dogs as well as people. And one of those dogs was a Rottweiler and there was a picture of him with a Rottweiler, wasn't it? And if yeah. you'd captioned it, it would have said something like, I want to be like him when I grow up. And he did look like right. he was going to be at least as big as the Rottweiler.
0: Yeah, that's right. And then there was kind of like a long, like, like, you know... Taking him back to the to the charity was really hard, mm. but also I remember like feeling overwhelmed. Like it felt like giving him up was as much a kind of expression of love to him and towards him as kind of that first night when
1: yeah. I decided it was the right I, thing to do.
0: Like it, it, and we were sort of crying when we were doing it, and the the people in the charity weren't like weren't as interested in what we were trying to say about Nugget as we did like we were right. hoping to like tell them all the things we'd learn and like have that be passed on, but there was a little puppy that they were worried about Nugget like getting aggressive with and we really didn't want them to think the Nugget was aggressive. But like, that's not problem, why we were getting rid of Nugget.
1: Apart from the big bark, he would bark he used his big bark when he was scared yeah. and he was scared because there were other dogs in there and it was, yeah. like, it was stimulating and there were people and i mean he was a
0: bit like i would have been a bit worried with him with, oh, with tiny a, little it was a really tiny little puppy. little puppies and he definitely he definitely had some socialization he as did. they would euphemistically say to be worked on with. he did but he was definitely no threat to humans no, like he no. was very affectionate to humans and, uh, like mostly to, to other dogs, but the packing order of dogs, like the bigger the dog, the more nice he was to them, you know, cause I guess that's, that's yeah. kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Like, isn't that a bit like we are with humans? We're a bit kind of more respectful to people we're scared of, but yeah. And that was the, so the other part of giving up Nugget was again, social media, right?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: And so like the way we said goodbye to Nugget, um, Was one of the ways we said goodbye had to be in public because... Because we'd
1: announced it in public. We'd
0: announced it in public. And, again, I've lost mine. Let's see.
1: Do you want me to read mine as well? Because I've got mine.
0: I do want you to read yours.
1: Shall I do mine while you're looking there?
0: Well, I don't want to be the last word. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um,
1: Well, I'll do do my sense. Instead, my sense for the day that we lost him was... uh, a sense of sadness, a sadness new to me, realising you are not the perfect people for the perfect dog. That is a very large paw, and the lad attached to it is going to grow into it. And it was a photograph of his foot. It right. was a very large foot.
0: I mean, my, my goodbye statement was typically verbose, um, although I think yours is quite long compar- is. comparatively. and it says
1: all the things yours does.
0: Well, we'll see. Um, mine said make your 15 year anniversary special by deciding not to keep the loveliest dog share unbearable heartbreak with that special someone the couple that breaks their own hearts together stays together and then I had three stars and that's a good point actually it was our anniversary yeah, yeah. our 15 year anniversary yeah. we, we basically it was over the Valentine's weekend yeah. and that was the only time we had that much free time those four days so we could have had a holiday instead we broke our hearts like, yeah it was
1: the most exhausting half time ever
0: I mean, not that we could have afforded to go anywhere uh, for a holiday, but a holiday at home is nevertheless uh, a holiday in some ways. Well,
1: if we had completely not been getting a dog, we could have spent the money that we were going to (laughs) spend on a dog.
0: Don't say it. (laughs) Anyway, after those stars, I got more serious and said, we were told he was a terrier cross. When we met him on Friday at the kennels, he was so lovely, we convinced ourselves we could make things work. It was a mission getting him home on public transport, and we were just so smitten, so we felt like we would definitely keep him after the fostering period but yesterday the reality of his likely size and the reality of his of the incompatibility with recent work developments which have happened after we started the search have broken our hearts as we found ourselves deciding that we can't adopt him we're really glad we're fostering him and didn't go straight into adopting and that being with us And having long walks and lots of love is better than kennels. But he deserves people whose lives he fits with. And so we are sadly passing him on it's been a pretty heartbreaking roller coaster ride and we're very sad to realize it's not going to work we've asked ourselves lots of questions when we were going in and thought really hard about it and we've both had family dogs before but we weren't asking the right questions or taking the right things into account we're sad about it but glad we have the opportunity to make this discovery now and that he will still find people who are right for him he's a really lovely dog Perfect for us in the future with more stable lives and time to devote to training and a bit more room. As sad as this has been, we've learned a lot about how we will approach getting a dog in the future. A dog won't bring stability to the chaos. They need stability. You can't fit a dog around projects. A dog initially needs to be your project. We do want a big dog, so we should wait till we have a life that can fit one. Having the space to walk a dog is not the same as having the space in your life to train, settle and support a dog. Hopefully in the future, we'll have the opportunity to use this knowledge to have a lovely dog enter our lives. It's really sad that it will have have to be a different dog though. It's so easy to fall in love with a dog and we have bonded with him really fast, but because we love him, we want him to be with people who have the space for him. I've also realised I was thinking that a dog would solve my mental health issues, but that was a typical example of me thinking I can find a solution to them. I don't know how many times I have to learn that looking for some magical bullet is not the answer. Acceptance is hard, but it's a much more successful way of handling things than creating fake solutions and then being devastated by them failing to happen. Actually, feeling responsible for other creatures at this moment in my life is not right for me. Getting a black dog won't chase off the black dog. It's hard to realise these things about yourself, but ultimately his happiness and my happiness are both important and sadly both seem to be Better served by him being adopted by someone else.
1: No.
0: And uh, and yours?
1: Uh, it basically said what yours did. I don't. I don't really feel the need to read it. It's like it says what you did, slightly more succinctly and slightly less. I bet it's uh, good. Well, I can.
0: I can. I can cut it out if it doesn't okay. work.
1: Nugget update: We are pretty heartbroken, but the three of us have done a lot of soul searching today, and Nugget has admitted that he's going to grow into a bigger dog than any of us imagined though he still thinks he's a terrier, and one who will need more from us than we can provide. So sadly, we will not be adopting him at the end of his foster period. We have utterly fallen in love with him, and it would be easy to make the wrong call and try to keep him, but it wouldn't be right for any of us. The best thing for him is to enjoy his time with us, fostered away from kennels, and then move in with a family with a lot more space than we have, who can provide him with the stimulation he deserves. There's no other dog on the horizon for us just now. This whole thing has been too heartbreaking. Thank you to everyone for the support, the advice, the kindness. Fostering animals isn't something I knew much about, but I'd recommend it to any first-time dog owner. It has enabled us to do the right thing for this very beautiful animal, and to ask ourselves a question it hadn't, despite having thought about this a lot, occurred to us, us to ask.
0: Yeah, I think that's really good and also a good kind of some some points that I didn't make. Um I mean both of us have reiterated things we'd said earlier in the conversation in our social media every time I've read we've read them out. It's but, nice
1: to know you agree with yourself.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. And also I think we were very hurt then. We're mm. we're more like inclined now towards thinking we might get a small dog. Towards the end of this year, that fits our criteria. One
1: that the, the and the original criteria were spot on.
0: But also, we know that to, it might. We can say we're going to try and do that from the end of this year, but um, that might be a long, long process yeah. to find the right dog and to like say no to the ones that we love but wouldn't be right. Yeah, and that. Like, because it might take a long time, it might be that we look for six months and then we have to stop for six months because our lives have changed again and we can't quite get a new dog then and then we have to look again. We've got our whole lives, right? Yeah, right.
1: That's the thing. the dog for this moment has to be a small dog that we can carry on escalators and can sit under tables, yeah. And isn't a puppy trained from scratch.
0: And then in ten, twenty years time, if we're in a different position, we've got maybe in the countryside where we'd like to end up probably around that time. I mean all of this is also based on like at the moment we're struggling just to pay the rent. Yeah.
1: Like this is this is all hypothetical.
0: And that's one of the things, like it's it's easy to think, oh god, uh things are never gonna get better, so we might as well just add another complication into the mix. But yeah. It's not very realistic, it's not very fair. But and we also we should also say that we've kept an eye on on, on Nugget since we yeah. didn't uh since we had to say goodbye to him. And in fact the last day, like we had to call him Dougie to get yeah, him used to that to he was gonna be, be called Dougie again. In some ways Nugget only existed for us because yeah. no, nobody knows right Nugget. Too.
1: But he has now, as Dougie, gone to a permanent home, he's been permanently adopted. And he seemed pretty happy in his foster home anyway, didn't he? And I think we know that uh while his life I'm sure is very different than the life he would have had with us we've we did start that training process and he did learn things with us that will have helped him go on to be a big grown up dog
0: yeah absolutely and i did a i did a i did the story of nugget. I took in this photograph um and the in the montage to spark London where I do my monthly true storytelling night at the Hackney Attic on the second Monday of every month. Yeah. And uh, that was a weird experience, telling it. I don't know how well I did it. I might use it, maybe in this episode, maybe in a future episode, but it wasn't five minutes isn't enough space to, to tell the whole story that I want to tell about Nugget. But
1: it is also, it's a very... Old thing to for it to have been such a four intense days and people did understand and were very understanding on social media while we were in the moment but I definitely found that work afterwards while people were still really nice and sensible it was also quite a bizarre situation that we had so intensely like gone on this four day yeah I mean it was a massive story to us and it's one that we still want to tell because it was so important and it was so, but, you know, four days in the, in the great scheme of things, it's just bizarre to people who don't get animals at all.
0: Right, but, if, but even to us, like, it seems weird to me that four days can be that intense in yeah. your life. I mean, obviously, there are lots of four days in people's lives that are that kind of intense. It's like, I've had them. Um, with other things, you know, like when, if someone passes away, if a baby is born, that, if new expect, things happen. That I would
1: expected that for this.
0: And actually it's been surprising how much of the stuff that we have felt I think has been kind of chimes, not mm-hmm. the same as people who have a baby. I mean, it's a different thing. Um, and I, I absolutely w- want to make it clear that I consider it a different thing.
1: Although we do have a friend who had done both and did herself draw that parallel, didn't she?
0: Right. It's definitely like you're completely focused on another living being. Or we were. We're not able Mm. to not be like that. Mm. I mean, in in a way, it sort of confirmed that it would be a terrible idea for us to have children. As much as it confirmed that maybe some of the reason that we want a dog is because we don't want children. (laughs) And that's actually a a safer way of experiencing some of those emotions. (laughs) Uh, In a way that, you know, even if the worst comes to the worst with a dog, and there are terrible things that can happen to dogs, and I know people who have had who have dogs who've had terrible experiences of, of those being taken away from them untimely. I think even if that happened, it's, it's different from a baby.
1: Mm. <laughs> and a baby, you would make it work, even when it didn't work.
0: Well, you'd have to. <laughs>
1: exactly. Whereas, yeah. you know, we're, we were lucky that he was just a... A baby dog
0: and maybe it made us have a bit more sympathy as well for the people on Gumtree trying to get rid of the dogs that they've accidentally got that yeah, they didn't realize yeah. were going to and be also, so disastrous do you for them Jerry,
1: the one that we really wanted, the one that first got us involved with the rescue animals from africa yeah they're, they're, we it didn't say the situation of the people, but it said that whoever adopted Jerry, the foster family would like visiting rights because they were heartbroken that they couldn't keep him and we were like that's a bit weird i don't know about yeah, that we're private but but we don't want strangers coming <laughs> but into now our house. i totally get that and I, I imagine they were in a similar situation that they'd they'd got him thinking that they could keep him found out that they couldn't had to foster him and were heartbroken like we were
0: and we were really lucky really that the charity could take nugget back so quickly because yeah. we four days were like terribly uh heartbreaking but a week yeah. uh, two weeks like I think by that time we would have been like we've had so much hardship and so much love already that we might as well carry on.
1: Yeah. Um
0: and just burn through it. And, and have this it
1: meant I mean of, the,
0: And put back our project till next year. Some things are getting easier you know?
1: already, even in those four days. So it would have been easy to think, Oh my god, well, we've got this far. Like do you remember when you went to feed him and you were like, What's wrong? He's not eating anything? And I said, Did you tell him to take it? And you were like, No. <laughs> There's no way that's it and he did it and that's what he was waiting for right and he would no way have done that at the beginning but like those little things
0: and also it's really important to get him away from us quickly as well because we we were bonding with him Mm. we didn't we don't want to be something that causes him extra separation anxiety like we wanted to get him like he's still very plastic he's very young so he can still uh, bond with lots of different potential people and it's selfish for us to sort of put a spanner in that work so we wanted to kind of quickly get him
1: and the, although they away. did say in his profile after we uh, took him to back to the charity that he was suffering or he did suffer from separation anxiety but then
0: he ex- he, did, uh, he did suffer from that him. here with us like at night to to he couldn't go to sleep yeah. because he'd been used to sleeping with his brother yeah or well, brother in inverted commas <laughs> brother It doesn't really matter pack member and we we the other pack members were going into a different room and he wanted to be with us so he had separation anxiety here as well so it's not clear no. if that ju- is just them noticing what we'd already noticed yeah, yeah but at the same time we like that's part of the thing of it being public as well we were very worried about being judged as bad yeah. um and we challenged ourselves and questioned ourselves were we doing bad things Were we was was uh, mm. had we done the wrong thing People, listeners can decide for themselves, um, but I think I feel there are many areas of, the, of my life I, I'm still not 100 percent sure if I'm a bad person or a good person in. But I think with Nugget, I feel like we did the right thing. I
1: think we did the wrong <laughs> thing getting in.
0: Wrong thing getting but in. Yeah, the
1: right thing ever after, and hopefully that will make us do the right thing by whoever comes next.
0: Yeah, there was a strange amount of it that felt like kind of atonement for our miss for our mistake.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, I think we definitely paid. any any mistake that was made
0: right and uh, yeah listeners think very hard about buying what before you get a dog like and consider
1: fostering i never knew about fostering but i would definitely recommend that now
0: i kind of feel like fostering should be the standard Mm. like that especially for charities that are about rehoming although i guess that the problem is that's extra admin it's extra resources it costs more to foster than it does to it to to send out dogs straight like there's all these kind of factors i guess charities are 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 weighing up and and all of those kind of things really
1: but i would say as a first-time dog owner definitely if you have if you have the option to go in fostering first i would do that
0: yeah yeah and be careful that don't let your criteria be eroded
1: yeah and you know, pay attention to the dog you meet, not necessarily the blurb that goes with
0: it. And think about what that dog might be when they grow. Yeah, like what, how how that how that is going to affect what you can do with that dog. And definitely like the whole walking thing. Like it it isn't, and you shouldn't reduce a dog to just walking. No, that is not the only time you need to be able yeah. to provide that dog. And if you've only got like walking time that you are available to each other in a relationship you should question whether you're going to have time to be available to a dog uh, in between so yeah i guess that's 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 how we got better acquainted with nugget for four days told hopefully in a way that was entertaining and interesting Certainly, we didn't sort of like make it like a spy thriller of hold back the information. I think there were lots of like we admit it. You know, people probably knew where the story was going. I think so all the way through.
1: Well, there was always going to be a nugget conversation, wasn't there? We just expected
0: it to be nugget too.
1: So maybe there'll be another dog one day, and uh, you'll be getting better acquainted with them.
0: Yeah, I mean, we did. I did. uh, At one point in the four days, I did think we should do it now we should talk about nugget now while he's here and have him on mic and like cry on mic and just be really (laughs) truthful but i'm so glad we didn't because i think that's very personal like it's I think there's different between being open and like not having something for yourself. Like I want people to understand mm-hmm. what it was like for nugget partly because I don't want people to make yeah. similar mistakes and partly because I think actually sharing on social media was actually valuable. Like a lot of the responses came from people who'd have similar experiences. There was a lot of like people empathizing with each other and connecting with each other around dogs and the mm. variety and all of that. Like sharing your life is important. I think that's true
1: that says processing it and all of that was processing it. yes
0: and also having something for yourself like yeah. like having our own we only had four days with nugget
1: yeah
0: we shouldn't be recording a podcast
1: no 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 and after nugget left we had to spend some time just us didn't we recovering yeah and uh, debriefing
0: and we're now in a kind of two weeks of we're not exactly on holiday because we're working on a new on the very new exciting project that we can't really tell you about but we have been doing lots of work on this couple of weeks um and so we kind of in a we've we've got a holiday in the end though this this is a very positive time for us these two weeks so far have been very positive the project's going really well we're having a bit more time out than we normally do in in weeks when you're going to your day job and i'm not cleared my decks to work on another project
1: yeah
0: so we thought we'd spend some of that time
1: reminding ourselves about nugget
0: yeah and so yeah i guess the last thing that i ask my guests to do is to say goodbye to the audience nugget can't do that um so we'll have to do it we'll have to do it for him uh bye everybody (laughs) bye i hope you enjoyed getting better acquainted with nugget if you'd like to donate to getting better acquainted go to www.gettingbetteracquainted.co.uk which has a button on it where you can sign up to donate via paypal if you listened to today's episode and you thought what i'd like is to hear dave talking for around about an hour but not about dogs Then go over to the Stand Up Tragedy podcast and listen to the most recent episode, which is me doing my solo show about my relationship with being a man, which is called What About the Men? Mansplaining Masculinity. To find out more about that show and to donate towards helping me continue making that, go to www.mansplainingmasculinity.co.uk. Or go over to the Stand Up Tragedy website, which is www.standuptragedy.co.uk. The Stand Up Tragedy website has just had a revamp so it looks bright and sparkling and new and hopefully much more accessible and keep an eye on it because very soon I'll be announcing some dates for some live shows coming up later this year. You can find Getting Better Acquainted and any of my other podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher and anywhere else that podcasts go to hang out with each other on the internet. All the things I do are on Facebook so you can find them and like them or friend them on Facebook. Getting Better Acquainted is on Twitter at GBA Podcast. Stand Up Tragedy is on Twitter at Stand Up for Tragedy. And remember, there are lots of ways to get better acquainted.